Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Chicago's Afternoon News 720 WGN. He is our pet expert. He is Steve Dale. The host of Steve Dale's Pet World, and he said, how ironic that you asked me to come in and talk about dog allergies, and you have an allergy attack on the air. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I got up at four in the morning sneezing. Apparently, we have the same issue. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, I did look. Ragweed is high today. Does that affect our dogs? Uh, It can, yes. So the most common allergy in dogs might surprise you. And it might not be the most common. It probably isn't in Chicago. But in the country, it is absolutely the most common allergy in dogs it's called flea allergy dermatitis you know what that's exactly what my vet told me last week and i said but the dogs don't have fleas and he goes they don't have to have a flea then get bit by one and it causes them to break out like one bite yeah. yeah that can depending on the dog that can do it you know so yeah then the dog is in trouble right there you know and there are so many dogs i just got a email from uh a reader of mine from my blog who just moved from the Midwest to Florida. And I don't know exactly why his dog is itching, but I'm betting he didn't do the kind of protection that he should in Florida, which is a bit different potentially than Chicago. Exactly. And this farm vet said that. He said, oh, I know you've got him on that, but this is what you need. And and have you had him out at the farm? I'm like, well, of course they're out at the farm. They're running around. And he said it's a different ball game. That the fleas are bigger and badder. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know about the fleas being bigger and badder, but protection needs to be bigger and badder. Yeah. And and he's totally right about that. I agree. Okay. So, so for- that's number one on the hit list. Okay. Number two, same allergies that we get uh, that are inhalant allergies. So you name it. I think you just did. Ragweed, pollen. Mold. All those things that we're allergic to often seasonally. Dogs can be as well. That's number two on the list. So what do you do about that for dogs, right? Uh, So dogs can take some of the antihistamines that we do, but not all of them. So please, 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 please don't go to your medicine cabinet, open it up and say, here you go, puppy. That can be bad because not everything, again, I want to make a point of it, that we can take that does us good will not be dangerous for the dog. We can do things like close the windows, use a HEPA filter, vacuum cleaner, that kind of thing. That can help. Uh, but the great news now is that there are two products that are out. One is called Apiquel, and that is a medication. It's a pill, and it works kind of differently. It kind of stops the itch in the brain. So it doesn't stop what you're allergic to as a dog. It just stops the dog from feeling, I need to itch. There's another that's an injection called Cytopoint that is more long-term. Both of these products are kind of amazing. Okay, so Apiquil, 2 to $3 a pill per day. And the first week, they want you to do two a day. So that is 21 bucks for the first week. You got three dogs. As you can see, that adds up. So Indeed. I used it on my Hank dog, who seems to be suffering the most. Mm-hmm. And it worked for a bit, maybe for a month or two. And then it just really? wanes off and doesn't work. So that's when I brought him to the vet last week. And that's when he said, that happens with Apiquil. Let's do the shot. Which is Cytopoint, mm-hmm. which is exactly what I'm talking about. So, yes, that can happen. And why are it they so expensive? Always, I don't know. That, I don't it know. was ridiculous, Steve. I got three, 
three chunks of whatever, you know, for the dogs for a new flea treatment mm-hmm. for ticks and that kind of stuff. So three of those. It wasn't like a whole package. Yeah. And two shots and it was $529. Well, the shots are going to last a little while. And listen, I'm not, the cost of veterinary medicine is going up. Yeah. But you know what? Turn around. The cost of everything is going up, you mm-hmm. know? And I would argue veterinary medicine, and I stand here and I will make this point forever and ever. Veterinary medicine is the cheapest medicine we can get. Uh, the dogs, as you know, get the same cancers as we do. The treatment for a human being can be literally a million bucks for the same exact chemotherapy type surgery, expertise, everything else. Uh, it can be a lot of money. It can be a few thousand dollars, five thousand, seven thousand dollars. That's a lot of money, but it's not a million dollars you're right steve dale is the host of steve dale's pet world he's got blogs he's on social media and we've got a question for you my shih tzu licks the couch soaks it in one spot while licking his paw not constant but a lot and he constantly rubs his snout against the wall and the chair legs so he's got those seasonal allergies probably so that's a great question i'm glad the listener brought that up because when dogs lick at the bottom of their paw Probably it is something in the environment, an environmental allergy of some kind. What it is, I'm not, who knows? However, when they lick elsewhere, it might be a food allergy, which we haven't talked about. So people jump to, it's got to be the food. It actually isn't typically the food. As I said, fleas are number one. Inhalant allergies, something in the environment is number two. Way down on that list, number three, yes, but way down on that list are food allergies. They occur, and it's usually to a protein it isn't to the corn or the starch or something like It's usually to a protein statistically. Something that can happen that is really rare. And even you might not have heard about this. Okay. Dogs potentially can be allergic to cats. Oh, my gosh. That would be terrible in my house. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. <laughs> three dogs, three cats. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, I hope not either, You know, but it can, actually. Well, and I'm allergic to cats, but I live with them and welcome them into my home. You just have to live differently, but you can't explain to well, a dog that they've got to wash their hands. So what you're allergic to is uh, a protein on their saliva called FELD1, and actually now there's a pet food that neutralizes that protein. It's amazing. Purina Live Clean. Clear, uh, pre, let me do it again. Purina Pro Plan, hard to say. Live Clear. Uh, and this is an amazing product because you feed that to your cats consistently, and it's a complete and balanced diet. It's fine that way. Uh, probably you won't sneeze and wheeze. Wow. Um, somebody is asking if Sempirica is causing seizures and death in dogs. It can, but the percent is incredibly minuscule so you'll see these things on packaging you know just like you do for drugs for us right I mean, you watch television occasionally right i do and, and you're watching the commercial and the commercial about the products about five seconds long and then the rest of it 25 <clears throat> seconds is that yeah yes. you know uh, <laughs> it may cause. Cause, yeah and then you might die you know yeah. so it's it's that that's something that the good news is the fda center for veterinary medicine does test this stuff out and we have to hear about it but that can make it concerning as well absolutely talk to your veterinarian about the right product for your dog but get a veterinary approved flea product the problem with some of them that you pick up otc over the counter is that they're all natural or or people choose them because oh 
uh, there's a Cocker Spaniel on it, and I have a Cocker Spaniel. That's got to be good, or it's on sale. Right. No, that's not the way to determine what product you get. Some of them, for a fleet product, actually, they can't be 90% effective and be effective. They have to literally work about 99% of the time. By the way, one more thing. This is tick season, too, for dogs. This is the time of year when dogs, not people, dogs most likely get Lyme disease. Oh, Steve Dale. Follow him on social media. Make sure you are listening on Sunday to Steve Dale's Pet World. And thank you for coming in and and laying it down for us so we could better understand it all. And Sunday afternoon on my afternoon show, a salute to the Dick Van Dyke Show. Oh, fun. And Tony Tennille will be here too. Oh my gosh. Lauren Lapka has your news coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. (laughs) 